Yo, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, it's time. I would like to say good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. Glad to be here. <laughs> the last time I was here, I didn't make it. Did I get out of the first segment, uh, Pierre? Did I make it that long? Out of the first segment. It's yeah. good to see you back, Reverend Barnett. All right, all right. It's good to be back. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. We've got a lot of things going on. It's so, so many things so pressing because, first of all, we're in the midst of uh, our winter pledge drive. And uh, we, uh, we, 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 we need to raise some money. We need to raise some money, please. Uh, 972-647-1893 is the number to call to make your donation. Your donation to uh, KNON Radio, the voice of the people, the radio station that holds nothing back, who stands up for you. You. We're not taking money from big corporations. We're not getting slid, getting slid, money under the table and all this and everything. No, it don't go on here. But we do represent the people because the people is who really take care of the station and we are so grateful that you do these things that that you can have uh, extra uh, because it's a tax deduction it's a tax deduction and and you, and you help yourself it's a win-win situation if you really want to know the truth it's a win-win situation just like going on now voting is coming We hope you, uh, if you voted early, we thank you. Thank God for you. And coming November 8th, you know, the general, off, what they call off your election, is no such thing. No, no such thing as an off year election. No such thing. Every year is on because you. People vote in the presidential election. But it's the politician that really can hurt you the most. Are those that, that are closest to you. Whatever Washington hands down, it has to filter through the hands of local politicians. And these rascals are the ones who really divide the, mon the money up. So we want to be voting coming November 8th, November 8th. Well, now let me, let me give you some of the things that's at stake on November 8th. We lose some Senate seats, uh, congressional seats. One of the main things that's going to hurt a lot of people in America, the Republicans is going to cut Social Security. They're going to cut Social Security. Oh, yes, they mean to get it. They get one or two more seats. Social Security, as we know it, will be gone. Hello. Many of you listening to me right now draw a monthly check from Social Security that you worked hard and paid for. You paid money for years. For years. 
You thinking your check going to be one thing, your check was something else. But that check that they're sending you now is going to be gone. Believe me, it's true. Why the Democrats don't talk about that, I don't know. I don't know. Are they crazy? They seem to talk about everything but the right thing. It's ridiculous that one would get on the air and talk about how he don't believe the governor is wants this. He don't believe the governor. The governor is, is a terrible son of a guy, if you really want to know the truth. He is. And we do not seem to have the cognizance to realize it because the Democrats don't wake us up. They playing low ball. I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But please people go to the polls. Go to the polls. Please vote. Please vote. Please vote. And you see you're gonna end up getting people in Congress like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh my God. And uh, another one, Herschel Walker. I know good and well you don't want Herschel Walker in there. It's, this man is, is ridiculous. He's ridiculous. I mean, he would go along anything Mr. Charlie put out, of, out there and, and work against his own people. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. I can go on and on and on. Every, every race is important because the balance of Congress, the Senate and the Congress, is so close that one election could change the whole course of this country. It could change it from people who are trying to move forward and moving forward and doing great things to people who will just stagnate this country and begin no telling what would be happening. It might be end up with civil war in this country if this election go wrong. People, wake up. Wake up. And please, make your tax-deductible pledge. Make your pledge. Make your pledges. Make your pledges, please. Please make your pledges and please vote. We want your pledges and we want your vote. Yes, we're asking. We're asking. Because you know what we do. We, we'll report things and explain to you things that other radio stations are not going to do. If you notice most of your radio stations around here and your TV stations, they bought and sold. They've been sold and bought by a certain political party. And even the news they're supposed to just report. They give a slanted report with that. Because they have been bought and paid for by this political party. It's sad. It's sad. We we have got to do better people. Please get up and go to the polls. See, don't get up. Uh, November 9th, November 10, and I, they're going to cut my Social Security. No, well, whenever they take office, 
whatever date that is that they're sworn in, they're going straight after you. They're going straight after you. Yes, they said you've drawn enough of your money. Yes. Well, we invested your money and we made money. That's what we're in business for. We, us, big shots making money. But you peons, well, you have to make it the best way you can. I used to hear my grandmother talk about how terrible it was before they started what was known at that time. This was way back in the early 50s. She used to tell me, they called it old age pension back in that day. And uh, it's called Social Security now. How poor people was, old senior people, who had worked all their lives and couldn't work no more, and they received nothing. Didn't have it. Had to depend on their children. Had to depend on other people just to give them handouts just so they could have food. Believe me, the Republicans mean to do this, take it back to those days. They don't care as long as they get rich. People, it's, it's going to be something if we don't get to the polls and vote. It's going to be something. It's going to be something terrible. You can reach us at 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. If you'd like to comment on any of this, 972-647-1893. If you want to comment, you have questions or comments on this. I'm giving you something that's true. This is true. Don't come crying to me after the Republicans do their number on us because we didn't go to the polls. Don't come crying to me. I warned you. I've warned people. I hate to say that to people. I warned you. Boy, I hate to say that. Because... It hurts because I know I'm saying something to a person that's already hurting. And that hurt even worse. So, just go ahead and, and vote. Cast your ballot. Cast your ballot. I know it takes a little time to vote here in Dallas. I went out to um, Friendship West. Baptist Church and, and voted. Wow, my goodness. My goodness. Uh, they are... I was proud. I got there. I haven't talked to the pastor. I hadn't seen Freddie Haynes, but uh, I hadn't talked to the pastor. And I was proud. Quite a few people there. And uh, this was on a Wednesday, this past Wednesday, something like that. No, it wasn't Thursday. Thursday, I was 
kind of laid back. It was my birthday Thursday, so I laid back that day. But the other day, it was I was proud to see so many people casting their ballots. And hopefully, hopefully, they did not vote for exercise, but they exercised their right to vote. Yeah, they weren't voting just for exercise. Mm-mm. No, no. And these people, senior citizens, most of the people I saw were y'all. Wow, it was, made me feel good. But young people, you're going to have to come on. You're the ones going to have to face it. Lord, you're going to have to face it. They mean to have a dusty trail for you as you matriculate in this place called America. They mean, they mean to make it rough, tough, dusty trail. They want to make it rough. And they're going to make it rough if we don't get on our stick and vote. I say stick, why? Well, years ago when I was a little boy, we used to play cowboys and Indians and everything. And we didn't have a horse, yeah, and I thought of it. If we didn't have our bicycle, we would have us a stick, our stick horse. <laughs> and where we ride, we have to get on our stick and ride. Please, people, let's vote. Let's vote. We have got something that's happening. Donald Trump have revealed and broke true America out. Those who used to pretend and were hypocritical about how they felt about you, they're not pretending anymore. It's for real. He brought out bigotry and hatred, envy, jealousy in this country like never before. He's brought it out. A lot of people been, had been suppressing it for years. But Trump talked in a way and got enough people behind him to, make, to bring the, the gospel truth out of these people. And believe me, it is not, it's not pretty at all. It's not pretty at all. Believe me, this is a tough time. This is a tough time. Oh yes, y'all calling. I'm 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 very happy. Y'all are calling this morning. Yes, making your pledges. Thank you. We just keep keep the phone ringing. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three nine seven two six four seven. One eight nine three. Keep calling that number. Keep making making those pledges. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to call. Stay on it. Stay on it. Stay on it. Yes. So much going on. What do you think? How do you think these elections are going to come out? 
What do you think? Do you believe it's going to be a blue wave or a red wave? Do you believe there's going to be a, a big switch in politics coming November 8th? Or will it be the same old soup warmed over again? Can the Democrats hold on to the House and Senate? Can they hold on? Will they be able to hold? Will the Republicans take it? I tell you what, the way this election come out, it could be some terrible times in this country. Believe me. See, a lot of people don't believe you until things start happening and start coming down their way. Then, they want to believe. But it's too late then. It'll be too late. Because we can find every excuse in the world not to vote. It don't matter. Well, if it doesn't matter, why is it they're trying their best to steal the election? Why are they lying about being uh, cheated out of the general election in 2016? All these lies. Why are they going through all of these painstaking exercises if if voting don't matter? Please, people, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Vote like you should. Vote like you should. Get on out. And at the age of 18, yes, you can vote. If you've registered, 18 years old, on up. I voted my first time. I was the general election, 1968. I voted for president. I voted for Hubert Humphrey over Richard Nixon. Nixon ended up winning, but it was a very close election. But it changed things. America was on the move come 68. But when Nixon got in there, old Tricky Dick started pulling all kind of tricks on people and everything and, and was reversing the gains that had been made in the 60s. He reversed them. He reversed some of the things that had been under the great society of Lyndon Johnson, such as the Civil Rights Bill. He reversed a lot of things. They gave us uh, the Social Security we have now, gave us voting rights. So many things was given. And it was given bipartisan, really, if you really want to know the truth. Every Dixon, uh, you had Republicans like him, so many. Henry Cabot Lodge, he was Nixon's running mate in 1960. But these people were not right-wing radical haters. But what happened was Nixon was able to get enough of those owned the bandwagon with him and began to turn things around. Yes, Richard Nixon. All right, I'm up against a short break. 
And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back, and we're back, and we're back. And we're still in the midst of our pledge drive, and we will thank you for your pledges, your tax-deductible pledges at 972-647-1893-972-647-1893. Which way will Texas go? I wonder. No, I don't. I pretty well know. The Texas... uh, Texas almost went blue. But those who are along the southern border, Rio Grande River, voted Republican. And they heavily vote Republican. This is tough. Texas would have gone blue. But uh, it seems like they might do that, do the same thing again. Those are along our southern border is voting blue. I mean voting red. And but it's Biden, the Democrats who really is in their corner. Oh, yes. Those other people that they voted for is steadily talking about uh, blocking them, blocking them out, uh, be, go ahead and build the wall and different things. But those people along the southern border is is voting Republican. And they're letting you know they want. We got someone want to talk this morning? Yes, uh, Tony wants to be on the air and uh, he's on uh, line one. Tony? Yes. All right. Uh, okay, bring him on. Bring him on, please. He's on. There we go. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rev. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing all right. That's good, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, go right ahead. What's going to happen November 9th um, is going to be a shocker because I believe the Republicans are going to win the House and the Senate. Mm. Part of it is because the Democratic Party, national and state and local, didn't spend that money right. They, they, they put their money in the wrong place? Yes, they spent it on TV ads and talking to people who are not going to vote for them, which is white, middle-class women. Rather than spend that money on 18 to 34 and going to the projects, knocking on doors, going to a poor neighborhood, knocking on doors, and talking to people and, making, and, and saying, hey, the reason why you vote is it's a policy issue. It's not always about the president. It's about local and state yeah. issues. And what has happened is we have a Democratic Party that that said this to black people. You know what? We need you, but we don't need you. We're not going to spend money in local organizations who know the community. Mm -hmm. What we're going to do is spend money on 
K Street lobbyists up in Washington and make them millionaires. And guess what? That's one of the going to lose. Number two, the Democratic Party in Texas did not have a coherent message. Right. I, have not, I, I haven't heard one, at least it's my observation, I could be wrong. Everybody's saying vote for me that's a Democrat, but and, and people are going to Beto Award rallies. Ain't nobody saying in their own ads, vote for this person, you know, they vote down our ticket. No. If you want to stay up, you need to talk about Beto, and Beto need to talk about you. If you want to for a house seat, vice versa. So it's, it's not a coherent message. And three is this. You can't talk about democracy if you don't even teach it in the schools and tell people, well, both of us could know democracy. No, you tell them why the time is where it is. You tell them that the rich people got, got a tax break. You tell them the oil companies are squeezing you uh, for, for uh, gas prices. You, you tell them all the little stuff that you don't tell them that, and, 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 and those little things. Mm-hmm. And then, the way, and the way you talk to people on the streets, everyday people about politics, mm-hmm. if you got a cousin that's in welfare check, say, hey, guess who decided that? Congress. Mm-hmm. If you got a little boo-boo who's a criminal, guess who decides you get 25 to life? A state uh, 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 elected judge. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't tell them that. I can't tell them that. That don't make sense. Why not? If you know your kids. Then, the other thing we get in saying is this. We ain't talking about uh, school, uh, school board election. And, 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 and for us, we're looking at uh, South Lake, and we're looking at Keller, and all these school districts being bombarded by the, uh, by, by, by the white moms talking about CRT and all this all this other stuff. On this side of town, we ain't saying that. You know what? Because it, it don't fake us. It's not our backyard. But guess who the governor of Texas is? Greg Abbott. Guess who Lieutenant Governor is? Patrick. Yeah, mm-hmm. Patrick. Oh, they saying, get, you know what? We'll get you at the state level. Oh, we got TEA. You know what we're going to do? We're going to fuck you that. We're going we're gonna to make you that way. So guess what? So we ain't even saying that to, to the local people who, are, who have school board elections. Yeah. And, 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 so, and so what's happening is this. Come November 9th, you know, all the voting, all this divine line, uh, all these guess what? They ain't got enough voters. Because you know what they didn't do? They didn't go for the... The largest voting group in America is a non-voter. Well, that's, that's really, in some ways, is a voter. Yes. And they, in some ways, they, they vote twice. Yes. And uh, yes. When, when we find out because usually who they really don't need to see and don't want to see end up winning, winning because they didn't go to the polls. So, exactly. Yeah, the, you, you're so right. But see, you know what? You hit something there. The suburban housewife is seeing in overwhelming numbers that they're going to vote Republican. Mm-hmm. But I, who do you see screaming about women's rights? Rights mm-hmm. to choose. Mm-hmm. 
whether they want an abortion or not. But they're gonna vote. They they are they're gonna vote for the people that's putting who's bringing it reaping havoc on them. And now that doesn't make any sense. But then again, once you think about it, and lived in America long enough, you know why they're voting. Exactly, Republican. Like you know why? I don't have to. You know, tap dance around that. I'm I'm not going to tap dance around it because of their racist attitudes. The attitudes that said, no, we don't want CRT talk, all of that's in them. So they'll vote against their own self-interest. Well, 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 you know what? Yes. Let me uh-huh. put it this way, because, because you're right. But they're voting on, they're voting on survival. They yeah. like an animal. It, 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 it's, the thing is this. Mm-hmm. My white son needs a white daughter to marry. My white son needs that job in corporate America. Mm-hmm. My white son needs that uh, that, that government contract mm-hmm. for his family. Mm-hmm. I, need, I don't need to share the crumbs on the table with Asians, Blacks, Hispanics, mm-hmm. I, and, and whomever. I don't want to share that because I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to have my legs survive for the next 30, 40, 50 years while you guys keep crawling. But but here's what we don't attack, and the Democrats don't help at all. That money, that government contract, that's our money, too. Exactly. We pay taxes. We should reap some benefits from the taxes we pay. That's just reciprocity. That's not given to us. And that's not our handout. That's our tax dollars that they will not share with our entrepreneurs. See, this is what you have happening in America. But I thank you for your call, all thank right? Uh-huh. Here goes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do you have next, Pierre? Uh, K is on the line, too. K? K. All righty. Good morning, K. Good morning, Graham Barnett. It's good to hear you back and doing well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I have a, a, I'm going to turn the tables a little bit. I do have a, an encouragement, good comment. Uh, I went to vote the other day, and I'm in Fort uh-huh. Worth. And mm-hmm. um, a Fort Worth ISD school bus pulled up. Several mm-hmm. young people got off of the school bus and got in line where I was. Yeah. And then there's uh, another lady that was talking, and so I'm, I'm a retired educator, so I said, I see you have some young people that got off the bus. She said, yes. She said, I'm a counselor, and they're, they, it's their first time voting. Oh, so right. Seven, eight, and they were all what? Hispanic. All Hispanic. And, yes, they got off the, the school bus. And this school that's nearby. Didn't any, in, didn't any uh, black kids vote with these kids? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, it was a, because school was already in session, but apparently... You know, they, they let them, I don't know if they were on there like, um, there's a class called Avid where they do different things in a vocational class. I'm not sure what class they were from, but seven or eight of them got off the bus with the, the, the bus driver drove them there and the counselor, and they were all registered to vote. And uh, they said that through their government classes, they were allowed to do it. And I shared with them that when I was in high school, my government teacher said, when you turn 18, if you register to vote, I will give you an A. And then I remember at 18, I started voting. But mm-hmm. my point is they, they were first-time voters, 
And if this school has kids from black areas that go to it as well, but it was it was only Hispanic kids that got off of the school bus to vote, but they were first time voters. So I thought I would share that. It's mm-hmm. still good news that they were voting, and if you know if we could just do that. But I was surprised to see that the district would allow the school bus to do that, but they did. Well, who's the superintendent now in Fort Worth? Uh, it's a new lady. I, I I can't remember her name. It's a new lady that's the superintendent. What's her background? Uh, retired. Yeah. What, what is her back? Her background? Uh, I don't. She's either white or Hispanic. I'm not sure because I hadn't paid much attention. But she just got there. I, I normally I know, but I'm not sure right now. Well, guess what? I am. I know what she, I know her background. Yes, thank you, Yes. Oh, she is. Okay. Okay. I knew she was white on the Okay. Well, she mm-hmm. sure did. They did. I, 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 too bad I didn't see any black kids get off the bus, but the fact that I've never known that to happen, so maybe uh, that can Well, I, I, I'm glad it's happening, but I, yeah. I would love to see uh, black kids, all kids, yeah. uh, learn to vote. And I'd love to see all of them. All of them. And in yeah. this area, the kids are, are go to school. They live in Como. They're from the south side, and they're from Austin Heights, and, and mm-hmm. the part of Heights is old money. Mm-hmm. But it was the Hispanic kids, and I was wondering where some of our black kids who live in Como, why they didn't get off the bus to vote. You know what I'm saying? Lord have mercy. Yeah. Uh, I see Channel Four and all. Well, Channel Five and Eleven. They they didn't yeah. report. They didn't report that. That's yeah. why I yeah. tell people, uh, you better thank God for Cano in. You learn some things. Yes, yes. And so with this yeah. trend, maybe some other schools will do it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my comment, and I'm glad you're doing well. And we just have to get out and vote. And I'm just going to just pray and understand that no matter what happens, mm-hmm. those of us that know the Lord is still on the throne. He's still going to take care of us. Well, but but now here's what here's what here's what yes he takes care of us, but he gives us the means to take care of ourselves. We sh- we shouldn't have to be begging someone else for our our living, to house, to clothe, to feed, to transport transport. We that that really shouldn't be. In a country that we built. See, we built this country. We built this country. We did. We did. And this shouldn't be. See, others who are coming here, they come in here, the first thing they're doing is looking to disrespect us, to take our jobs or whatever. We should be so set in this country that people come here, respect us. Yes. We should yes. act like a dignified people. We should they, own they things. Yes. But we put ourselves in positions to be looked down upon. Because yes. It, yes. when it comes time for us to make some, some true decisions that's going to, you know, help us, we, we get around, go around the corner and talk about it. So, uh, right. okay. a lot of our problems, well, all of our problems, we're going to have to solve ourselves. You're right. N- nobody You're right. else going to solve our problems for us right. but us. You're right. 
Mm-hmm. And could you, since I'm, since I'm from Fort Worth, though, and I, I listen to Ms. George Foreman them all the time, could you, uh, she may be listening now, could she uh, find out if they're allowing the students in DISD to do that? If not, that's a trend that they may could start. All right. I, yeah, I'm sure okay. Joyce probably is listening. Uh, okay. But we, we, uh, well, she would call in and relate to me. Uh what the rules are in, in, in Dallas. They're Dallas Independence. Might be similar the same thing. But Okay, and they were from Arlington Heights High School. Arlington Heights. That's Fort Worth yes. Independent School District, right? Yes, yes. And the kids live in Arlington Heights, old money, and the kids from uh Como go there and the kids from the South Side go there as well. Okay. Thank you for this information. Thank you. All right. All right. Okay. All right. You, you can reach me at 972-647-1893. And we're up against a short break, and we'll be right back. All right. We are back. And you can reach me. Make your tax-deductible pledges at 972-647-1893. You can also use that number to talk to me. I tell you what, uh, let's bring a call on at 972-647-1893. Hurry up here. Yeah, and uh, Steve is on uh, line three. Steve? Yeah, Steve. All right. Good Good morning, Steve. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, How you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad that you're back in uh, the best of health. Thank you. Thank you. I mm-hmm. missed you the past two weeks. Well, I, I wish I could have been here, but uh, wow. Uh, was that two weeks ago, Pierre? When was that? Yeah, two weeks when ago. I took, that was two weeks yeah. or three weeks? Uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, when yeah. I took the yeah. Well, just it wasn't it just wasn't meant to be <laughs> on the thing. But I'm back and I'm here. What's on your mind? Uh, you know, before you left, you had, you mentioned something about the critical race theory. Uh huh. And uh, looks like this morning you gave a little uh, something about the critical race theory uh, mm-hmm. when you was about Richard Nixon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, Nixon put an end to the 60s progress. He was elected mm-hmm. in 68. He became uh, president January 20, 1969. But he put, he put a halt on the progress that had been made. First started and introduced under the Kennedy administration. See, Kennedy was elected in uh, November of 1960, and he'd be 61, he became president, but he was assassinated in 63, and that made Hubert Humphrey president, and Humphrey carried it on because, really, uh, for black people, it was a blessing. See, Hubert Humphrey and Stuart Simonton were the ones who wrote the Civil Rights Bill. They were very strong men. They pushed. You had rep- strong Republicans push for civil rights to end uh, segregation. What they 
who hid behind something they call states' rights. Uh, and uh, they ended this, but Nixon stopped it. And what we are having now, I believe, this could be 10 times worse this time. If the Republicans were to take the Senate and the House of Representatives, although we have Biden as the president, it would be little to nothing that he could really do to advance this country. And see, the thing about it, our people don't realize our place in this country has never have been felt like it should have been felt for a country that we built, a country that we developed. It was more than just on our backs. It was on our minds. We, we designed cities and different things. We did so many things. And we did something others couldn't do because in order to build a great country, like this, you had to have agriculture products. And there were those who could not work from sun, sun, sun up to sundown. They were getting cancer then. See, all that kept quiet about who, why they had to go off and kidnap African slaves and bring them here. They brought others, but the African slave is the only one can work in the sun all day long and not get cancer and still be strong at the end of the day. So all of these things, and they don't want taught in schools. America, Americans, they're not educated. They're not. They're filibustered. And when we find these filibustering things that are, come forth down through the years that wake people up and if we teach CRT they, people then begin to change their minds about everything about our history and that might upset the balance in the thinking of people in America do you get it? yes sir I really do I was just trying to mention uh, concerning uh the books uh, in the school libraries and uh, the reading list for uh, middle school and high school. I know when I was coming up, there was a book called Huckleberry Finn, mm-hmm. uh, written by, uh, I guess, his name Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens. And they use a derogatory word in the book. Yep. Uh, uh, and it's part of American uh, literature. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's all right uh, to have that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because so, who are they using the derogatory names to describe? Uh, black people. Yes. It's all right to write about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, I noticed the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts Every year it gives out a prize. It's called the Mark Twain Prize mm-hmm. for American humor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my point is, is that this thing is baked in. Mm-hmm. It's baked in. You know this this derogatory uh, attitude toward our people is baked in uh, Americana. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I'm just saying that as an observation. Uh, each person that's 
of America. Hugh has to navigate this society as best it can. Well, we see, that shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. See, they did everything to hide this guy by naming him Mark Twain. And then guess what? His name is not Samuel Clements either. That's not his name either. Yeah. Oh, have I gone that far back? Oh, uh, no. We, we have uh, Malcolm Robinson, uh, Ma- who Ma- he wants to be in the air. The barrister? Yes. Oh, yeah. We're we, we going to get to him. We're going to get to him. All righty, good. Uh, but they did everything to hide this fella. And that's the way they want to teach history. In other words, they're letting us know. We want a lie talk, a lie about America. Don't teach the truth. Now, I got a scholar in CRT holding on the line right now who really, as a lawyer, studied this thing in law school and he's of the age that, that when all of this was being taught and uh, I was a, he told me about it. See, I was a little kid when he was in school, when he was in college. But uh, we'll, we'll talk to Mr. Robinson now. Attorney Robinson, are you there? I'm here. All righty. Good morning. Well, good morning to you there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is a good morning. Lord have mercy after what I've been through the last two weeks. Oh, yeah, oh, Rabbi Nett. I'm telling you, uh, telling you, your fans, uh, they called me. They did? I know what's going on with you, and they told me, and uh, more than once, mm-hmm. told me that they was checking on you, but they didn't want to hear from me because if they didn't hear from me, they felt you were doing fine. Well, uh, I wasn't doing fine, but I knew I would come through. I never gave up hope. I never... Never gave it up. I mean, I mean, your fans called me. I said, "Why y'all called me?" <laughs> well, you, uh, they're your fans too. <laughs> it was so, really funny. Yeah. But, but anyway, Red Barnett, uh, the, the reason why I called, I know this is not my week, so I went uh, next week. But the reason why I was calling because mm-hmm. I heard you uh, <laughs> make a statement, and I, I was just calling to make sure I understood correctly. Hmm. Uh, when when uh, President Kennedy was assassinated, uh-huh. it was Lyndon Johnson that that was vice president became president. Right. I, I thought you said Hubert Humphrey. No, 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 no. When Kennedy uh, was uh, was assassinated, Johnson became president. Really, he was riding in the car behind Kennedy. Right. I, if I said that, thank you for correcting me. If I said that, I didn't, I didn't mean that. No, well, but I Hubert Humphrey was the author of the 64 Civil Rights. Right. And he, Humphrey, is, he is Stuart Simonton. And, and Humphrey, Humphrey became Lyndon Johnson's vice president. That's right. And so I just want to... He was, he, he was actually a better politician than Kennedy. Well, that's true. Humphrey was. Yeah, he was a far better politician than Kennedy. Kennedy was uh, a good man, and he was type uh, felony, you know, uh, seemed like the ladies liked and everything, but 
He was not the politician that Hubert Humphrey was. Well, when, when, when Lyndon Johnson signed the 64 Civil Rights Bill, he said that Democrats had lost their style. Forever. And, and what Dixon did in 68, he developed the Southern strategy. Oh, yes. That's how the racists ran over to the Republican Party, and they've been there ever since. That's right. There are certain states that was no matter what comes down, they will not go Democrat. And the, these were five states That's correct. in the South that they that uh, that they took that Johnson didn't take. They voted for uh, what's the name out of uh, Arizona? Uh, Goldwater. Goldwater. They voted for Goldwater. That's and because Johnson looked at it and said, well, now, he don't feel bad because Jesus Christ couldn't have won in these states. So, he, he, you know, it was just just that simple, you know, because he supported the Civil Rights Bill, shot down, uh, you know, these things uh, they were calling, they were hiding behind, these trees they were hiding behind, uh, called states' rights and all of this and they have never voted for the Democrats statewide since. That's correct. Mm -hmm. uh, let me make one statement about the critical race theory real quick. Yes, sir. Uh. The critical race theory is because America used the rule of law. You know, we believe in the rule of law. Mm -hmm. the rule of law is what established and perpetuated racism in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they don't want to reveal. All you have to do is study the law, historical development of the law, and see slavery and racism codified in the law. Mm -hmm. That's what critical race theory is. All right. That's 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 wonderful. Uh, how much were they talking about it when you were in law school? Well, they tried to not talk about it, and but we forced it. They were ducking and dodging then. We forced it because we felt that the uh, law schools and the legal profession were racist. Mm -hmm. And they were organized to keep African Americans out of the legal profession and out of law school. Mm -hmm. uh, a, large, a larger group of African American law students matriculated into the law schools in the, in the 70s. Yeah. And took up the, took up the, the baton from people like Thurgood Marshall and Charles Hamilton Houston and all them, mm -hmm. pushed forward in the law school to add color to the law school in fact. Uh -huh. and, and we uh, forced the, the review of the evolution of the law. Mm -hmm. And it was, re it was revealed and taught that slavery and racism was codified in the law. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where that's where it started. They started uh, teaching the boy in the in, in the law school because so they couldn't avoid it. Why why do you think that uh, why America's so against the critical race theory being taught? Because they do not want the American uh, population to entertain the theory of reparation. Critical race theory being taught and educated establishes a foundation 
for reparation. You cannot mm-hmm. avoid the issue of reparations if you study uh, critical race theory. Right. Because it establishes exhibit number one mm-hmm. in the argument for reparation. That's why. So in other words, you're kidding you're kicking the props out from under those who's anti-reparations by teaching the critical race theory. You cannot, you cannot have a case for anti-reparations if you accept and accept and understand critical race theory. Mm-hmm. They can't avoid it. And so, rather than, since they can't avoid it, they don't want it taught. God have mercy. It's a case for reparation. Yes. Well, all right. Well, thank you. We'll be seeing you next week. The Lord said the same. All right. Bye bye. All right. Tell you what, we're up against a break. It's eight o'clock hour. You can reach me at 972-647-1893. And we'll be right back. All right, we're back and ready for our number two. Also inviting you to worship with us in the morning at 9.30 on Facebook. Marion Barnett Sr., Heavenly Joy Church. Call those and worship with us starting tomorrow morning, 9.30. Love to see you all on worshiping with us. All righty. We, she's on the land of lines of fear. Let's see. Ah, uh, she's taking the pledge. Uh, you know, do you have one over there that wants to come on there? Let me see where we are. All right, uh, we have Eddie on the line one now. Eddie? Yeah. All righty. Bring him on. All right, he's on. He's on? Yep. Number one? Oh, no, line three, finally. Three? All right. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, Great Reverend. How are you this morning? Well, I'm up, up over the top, uh, Reverend. Yes, I'm... I can't I'm... lose with the stuff I use. Well, we know you're right about that. Mm-hmm. It's a shame these Democrats, they should be beating the drum. I remember when Jesse Jackson was running, and mm-hmm. everybody was saying, run, Jesse, run, Jesse, run. Yeah. And that, quite frankly, opened the way for Mr. Obama. Well, if it had not been for Jesse, uh, President Obama never would have been president. I sincerely believe that. He just removed the ideals. Uh, he made the ideas of a black man being president of America. Jesse did that, but Obama reaped the benefits. Maybe that's the way they think. Things the way God wanted them to work, okay? Amen. You know, out of the abundance, the Bible says, the mouth, abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. You know, and when Carter, Jimmy Carter was running, there was a man in Georgia, living in Georgia at the time, Clinton King, and he told it like it was. 
they had passed a law in Carter's church where so-called agitators or black people in particular could not come to that church. That's right. Yeah. And I, I tell you, I, I love politics in high school and all of that. I was always class president. Mm-hmm. You know, with this propaganda that mm-hmm. these Republicans are using, this misinformation, this disinformation. Yes. You know, the Catholic Church started that way back in 1622 on purpose. Yeah, they did. The message, yes, that they wanted mm-hmm. uh, to enslave people, the Catholic Church. They, they really didn't break a loose and you really grow until uh, the Pope of the Catholic Church okayed them to start transporting slaves uh, across the Atlantic and also across the Indian Ocean when he, when the Catholic Church okayed this. Yes. Amen. I just want to say it is so imperative I do not understand how much wax people have in their ears. Mm-hmm. I would never say until the fat lady sing that we might lose. You hear a bunch of Democrats saying that. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name, but there was a member in Mr. Obama's administration. He made that prediction, and the House eventually went to the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And it, he made that uh, prediction or thought well, that we can't win. Obama fired him in about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right about that, Eddie. He sure did. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, Jesse would also say, don't help the bear. You can't call yourself a loser. And I wouldn't anyway. There's so many people. Lincoln lost several elections, but he came back and won because he would not stop beating the drum. Well, I'll be honest. Beto, running for governor of Texas, has a commercial I just detest and hate it, where he gives average credit. Uh, he don't believe he believes he, Black kids ought to be killed every day. He don't believe this, and we don't think he'd wake up believing this. But he's failed to do it. We know he failed to do it. But why? They're going to always paint you in a different light than you will paint them. And they, some way, somehow, he thinks by bragging on them, We'll help him get votes from them. This this is utterly ridiculous. Democrats is, I don't know. To me, they act like the people that are insane. I don't know. They haven't run a good campaign. Not in Texas. That so-called, forgive me, Reverend, the so-called attorney general. I don't even want to call his name. Oh, Lord have mercy. For seven years. Yeah. And they're running from the cops when they come to serve him. Uh, Yeah. They come to court. Uh, what, what did he do? He sent his wife to the door or something? Uh, he escaped uh, out the back door? In a vehicle and, and, and drove off with her, rolled off with her driver. <laughs> and this, this rascal doesn't live too far from here, where we are now. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Well, I no. just say that they need some more zeal, some enthusiasm, put some emotion out there. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I'll shut up and let other people talk. Well, that's, that's a name that was given by a young lady in the studio right with us right now. Her father gave us a, a great name for the governor. Yes. And uh, what was the name your daddy gave the governor? Oh, I think you must be thinking of someone else. 
Yeah, I, you wasn't, didn't he, your daddy call him Hot Wheels? Yeah, I will. <laughs> I thought maybe it was the other young lady was with you one day. <laughs> but, I mean, this, this character is something else. He's a modern-day George Wallace. But I thank you for your call. All righty, we're still in our pleasure drive. Still need those tax deductible pleasures coming in. 972-647-1893 is the number to call and reach me. Who do you have, Pierre? And we have Mr. T on line one now. Mr. T? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Mr. T. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. Glad you're feeling better. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be feeling better. Mm-hmm. I had a question for you. I want to ask you, what do you think about that Till movie that's out now? I, um, I had some really mixed feelings about that movie. Um, I grew up on that as a child, and I, um, you know, I, in my opinion, I, I think it's about time to change uh, those types of movies, even though they're trying to tell a story. I mean, it's just something that I feel is, is really hard, and I think it's, You know, maybe we should you know, get past that in a certain way, um, especially us who live around in that air or grew up like that. What do you think about that? Which one are you talking about? Wakanda Forever? No, no. Uh, Till. About the movie about Emmett Till. Oh, you think that that shouldn't have been shown? Well, I mean, I grew up on it as a child, and... I mean, you know, it was one of those things where I had a real hard time dealing with that. So um, I think for me, it's like, a, you know, I, I think we should get past that. So what are your thoughts about that? What do you mean, get past it? Have we gotten past that as a people? Aren't our young men still dying at the hands many times? Uh, of law or enforcement people, have we really gotten past that? I, I, yeah, I guess what I mean is, I think we've had enough tragedy. I guess I want to say in that way, and I guess uh, for me, I, I guess I'm just you, you know using it as an example. Oh, I agree. We have a, a whole lot of tragedy, but are we blaming the victim for the crime? Well, I mean, you know, I think, you know, number one, uh, of course, you know, everything should be done, you know, as far as justice is, you know, is done as far as that concern is 100%. But, I mean, I think what have we learned from that? I guess that's my main thing. Well, it's a sad person to say they've never learned from any of the things, the tragedies that have happened to us in the past. If we haven't learned from that, I don't think we will ever wake up. Do yeah, you? I, I completely agree. I guess that was my point to it, but yeah, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, we, we, we've seen these things happen. We saw Rodney King. We've seen the young man there in Minneapolis being uh, choked to death with the, the knee of a policeman. And you said we need to get past that. Yeah, I wish we could. But we're going to have to do different things. But showing and telling about these tragedies, I don't think it's getting past it. I just think that's burying our heads in the sands and pretend they don't exist. 
Well, I guess, in my opinion, you know, if we don't learn from history, we just do to repeat it. I guess that's my mindset on that. Yes. That's so, Ryan, too. I, I thank you very much for that, sir. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Dickel is the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh, Beverly's on the line four. Beverly? Yeah. All right. Bring on. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning. I'm so glad to hear you and see you back. That oh, was, thank I you. I was one of those customers that called uh, Mr. Robinson. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call. Sure was. was he asleep? Was he asleep when you called him? Uh uh-uh. uh. I, I got the I got the voicemail. I told him you don't call me back. It'd be good. If he's not good, you need to call me back. And then that right after that, I heard from you on 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 Facebook. So I was good after that. But let me say this. I've been mm-hmm. telling people how crucial this is on this voting thing. Yeah, have mercy. You, you know what? If mm-hmm. they take my social security, you think that Miss Oprah Lee was tough trying to get Juneteenth. I said, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. We ought to all take the streets and do just what Miss Oprah Lee did. Go up to that White House well, and the, get our money. You got certain yeah, Republicans yeah. are telling you what they're going to do. They're going to take away Social Security. Well, we need to take to the streets. Now, I walk the streets on this house. Trump has said that after about five or six months, those who are drawing Social Security, they've drawn all they put in anyway, although they've invested our money and made uh, trillions off our money. They don't want to pay us our money back. Our money is going on those buses, taking those people upstate. Our money is going, because we got our stimulus check. Albert didn't give it to us. They're mm-hmm. taking our money, doing what they want to do with it. And then on top of that, you have, uh, oh, it's just all messed up. But I'll say it again, and I mean what I say. I will buy myself to Washington, D.C. You let them cut my money out. Well, they're going to do it if they get to Senate. They're going to well, do they're it. They're going to do it, period. I think they still in these votes. I think that's why they had that rain to come through here yesterday evening mm-hmm. to keep people from getting out to work to go to vote. Why would, y'all, this is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. They in control of this stuff. Yeah, but they're not playing. This is not make-believe. No, it's uh, not. This is real fact. Yeah. And you can't get us to see this. We so stuck up. Know what it is. Our mind has been brainwashed. Okay. That's what it is. That's, that's great. But, but, but we we have got to know how to recognize these things and how to react to them. But we got too many people. We got uh, voting don't matter. What, what good is voting going to do? What good have this particular party given us? They ain't doing nothing. They ain't done. These are these are people who don't know anything about themselves or their past. Most of them have work to put into the system again because it's not about what we made. It's about what the people made before us for us to be able to get the Social Security. Oh, yeah. We paid for the ones after us. The ones before us. Okay, now, if the children don't have, they're not giving our black men and stuff jobs, this is not putting in for us again. So, they done stole our reparation money. They done stole it all from us and then want to treat us like we dirty rags. I got to go, Mr. Barnett, because if I can talk to you, I'm mad. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Have a good one. All right. 
Eclipse Line, 972-647-1893. We're still in the midst of our Winter Pledge Drive. And uh, 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have? Uh, Wade is on the line, too. Wade? Wade, yeah. All righty. Good morning, Wade. Uh, Wade is on the line, too. Hello, Wade. You listening to your radio? Yes, go right ahead. I'll listen to your telephone. Uh-huh. Hello? Hello. Go right ahead. You're on there. I just wanted to call and say, I miss you the last two Saturdays. First Saturday, I think Bonnie was on Taking your place and rush them from Pleasant Grove. And then uh, uh, mm-hmm. last Sunday, Ike Steen was there. So, you know, I got up this morning and heard your voice. It just brought a smile to my face. I'm just glad to hear you back. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to see that Bonnie sat in for me the first week. I The, the morning I took sick, and then I came in here and Reverend Ron Wright was here last week and I thank God for them. But for carrying on. We got to we got to move on. We can't we can't slow down. We can't we can't even afford boy, we couldn't afford a flat now. Cause things are going so bad. And uh I know a lot of people don't believe me when I tell them how bad things can really get. But believe me, believe me, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm. And I know if anybody knows, I know you know, uh, just one quick comment. The guy who's been wanting to see uh, the movie on uh, that's shown with, with Kia, you know, it's, it's like these folks now were trying to take these books out of school and libraries, you know? They yeah. don't want to be reminded of the past. I, 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 I think it, you know, it hurts them more than it hurts us to hear some of the things that they've done. So if we you know, feel bad and want to take stuff off the screen, doesn't want to show it, and uh, remove these books. I mean, they'll think, especially the young generation, think everything is okay. Well, that's the way they want their kids to think everything is okay. They, They inherited this country and they built it and made it a great nation and the lazy black folks just wouldn't get out and work and wouldn't do anything. That's why they don't have anything. This is the type of thinking they want in America. Right. Which is a lie. Which is a lie. But we can't allow them to dictate to us what should and should not be taught to our children. We We got to tell the truth no matter what. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Oh, yes. It'll make us free in this situation. Oh, yes. Well, thank you, Reverend Barnett, and it's good to hear you back. Uh, I'm glad you're back. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh. All right, close the line, 972-647-1893. You can make your pledge like the... I've been saying, what, winter pledge ran right? a winter time yet, is it? I even got on a sweater I didn't mean to put on. <laughs> it's, it's, this is fall. We're still in the fall of the year. But it's still, it's pledge drive time, please. Pledge drive. We got a young lady 
comes in especially for this show. All right, to take our pledges. Who do you have next, Pierre? We have uh, Patricia on uh, line uh, three. Patricia, all yeah. right. Bring her on. Okay, she's on. All right, good morning, Patricia. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, and thank all that you do. I just thank wanted you. to make a comment on a couple of callers back who said that Jesse Jackson was the first black uh, individual to run for president. Well, I have to make that correction because mm-hmm. Shirley... Shirley Chisholm? Yes, it was. In 72? Yes, it was. That's right. She was a congresswoman from New York. Represent, representing the district that Adam Clayton Powell had once held. And, yes, yeah, she was first to uh, announce her candidacy for the presidency of the United States. First black person. Yeah. So, like the woman, well, she was the first one to run back to the city mm-hmm. to tell the Okay. Man. Yes. So she away from all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I tell you what, we're up against a short break. You can reach me at 972-647-1893, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back. We're back and we're taking your pledges. We're taking your calls. That number to call is 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have on the line? Pierre? Uh, we have a Biddy on the line one. Biddy? Yeah, Biddy. Biddy. All right. Yeah. All right. Good morning, you're on Kenan Wynn. It's good to have you back, Pastor Bernie. You know, you don't you don't you don't miss anybody until you until not there for a while, so yeah. good to have you back. Uh thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, I've been listening been listening to your show and I agree with you hundred percent. The Democrats are unless the media is really scratching this and not, not giving us you know, showing us or whatever that they are screaming about this, that they should be screaming louder about Medicare and Social Security. They don't yes. say anything about that. Yes. They don't say anything, you know? And then, and then not, you know, voter suppression. They don't, where, where are they? And all you see is these radical Republicans, you know, all right. Yeah. You know, they've got, you know, all over the, the, the TV station and whatnot, radio and mm-hmm. so on. But the Democrats are like, like, you know, they're, they're quiet. Or is it, is it, is it because of the, the media that, that doesn't want to present them? Well, here's what. If they had no other issue, no other issue that they were going to run on, if they would just had run on that, that would have been enough to win the House, to keep the House, keep the Senate, and be have Biden ready for 24 this That's is. Right, a, do you realize how powerful that is? Knowing the people that they are living is about to get cut off. Yeah, they, they now hang the, their hat on, on, on the abortion issue. Yeah. That white suburban women are going to vote for them because of that, and they're not. They're gonna, no, they're going to vote. They're going to vote their racist agenda that the Republicans have. Yes, because of that, you know, they're going to turn to that. They'll sacrifice themselves, mm-hmm. or whatever they have to do, to vote for them. Because of that, you know, it's just, it's just no. Go right here. Hang their hat, mm-hmm. hang their hat on Social Security and Medicare mm-hmm. because it affects everyone. 
That's mm-hmm. everyone. That's the future. And, and, and people Republicans know they've worked and put that money up themselves. Right. And the Republicans know this. That's why they're taking advantage, because we don't scream loud enough, Vice Barnett. We don't scream loud enough. I don't understand it. I don't know why they're not doing it. I don't know who they're listening to. I don't know if their biggest contributors are telling them to lay off of these things. But they have the issues on their side to win the election. But they're not. They, they've had, they're not using no, it. They're not, and they they they've had this issue, Pastor Barnett, for years and years. Election over election over election, mm-hmm. and they say nothing about it. They nothing. Say nothing about it. I just don't the understand. Only time it. we hear about it, Pastor Barnett. The only time we hear about it is when the Republicans threaten to cut it. That's yeah. The only time we hear about it. Well, we never hear it the opposite side. They are threatening to cut Social Security. They are saying it. They are. They're coming out they and saying it now. It. They, they'll tell you what they're going to do. They mm-hmm. will cut it if they win the House and the Senate. Yes. They will cut it. All right. Thank okay, you for your... Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for your call. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Dela, Dela on uh, line two. Dela? Dela, yes. Uh, Dela. Dela. All right. Bring on. All right. Good morning, Della. Good morning, uh, Reverend Burnett. Thank you for being back. Thank you. You are on the air and that you're feeling better. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'm kind of irritated uh, with the the caller a little while back about, you know, getting past things. You know, um, that's the problem. And me being out at the polls, uh, being a poll breeder, I have uh, came across many black Republicans, right? that are not even willing to listen to what our leaders are standing for and and the way that they're going, right? And the issues on cutting social security and things. And what really throws me back is we have like totally forgotten about our uncompensated slaves that Mm -hmm. this country was built on the shoulders of our forefathers. Mm -hmm. And for me at 55, not to take a look at that, and not support what they have tried to put in place way before when they have to pay to go vote. And for them to come out as a Republican, it's not because they're black and Republicans. It is a problem when you're not even willing to listen and support where your people are going Mm -hmm. to make it better for you. Because at the end of the day, I don't care where you live, what you drive, and how much money you make, the Republican Party is never going to let you be an equal. It's yeah. never going to be like that. And we just had, uh, what really has hurt me, that we had uh, Ben Carson that came to Mansfield for the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. He was a, he is a surgeon, the first black surgeon that, you know, you're, you are who you are because of your forefathers. Okay? And for you to come out to support a, a Republican Party and allow someone of your caliber to be put in a box, it really angers me. That is the problem. That is the problem. We get these cars, we get these homes, we get these positions, and we totally forget. And just Halloween at one of our schools here, I have a picture uh, that I'm going to address with our district. Uh, a little black boy down on his knees with a rope around his neck, and mm-hmm. a white boy with a cowboy hat on with a, a red bandana around his neck saying, I just brought a good end. Okay? Oh, no. That's a problem. That's why we need CRT in the school. 
Yes. History is being watered down, and our young people is taking this as a game. And it's not their fault. It's our fault for not teaching it at home and, and not getting out, making school board meetings and city council meetings and letting our boys be heard. We're paying the same tax dollars as everybody else. And That's it right. really hurt me to see my mom's check get taken from her after all these 37 years and 40 years of being a nurse. Mm -hmm. And you mean to tell me you just don't snatch her living away from her and assume that I can take care of her? That is so unfair. It's what? so unfair. And for this gentleman to say we need to get past it, how can we get past it when it's coming from the lower level and, and, and the high level to the middle, which is crushing us? They have taken over our school board, South Lake, Mansfield, Cedar Hill, Duncanville, this patient motor, mobile company that's a Republican company. They are attacking and taking books and all this stuff out of our schools, and they're crushing us from the top and from the bottom to the point where we're not going to be able to breathe if we're not there. And, and that's what I see today. Well, I, I was really trying to understand what did he really mean when he said, let's get past it. I, I didn't want to believe the obvious. Well, in a well, day and time like this, and that's much information that's out here, we still think in certain terms that we need to cut that out, we need to do this, and we, ooh, and when we haven't done the primary things, uh, really become exactly. uh, independent, free people. We haven't done the primary right. one. My right. God. Right. I mean, like, we have our, we have our court, well, you know, the judges is up, up for race for the different areas. Mm -hmm. And we have four parents that's running for criminal, domestic violence, mm -hmm. and family court, right? And so you mm -hmm. think that there's an incident that happened in, in at the Capitol, right? Yeah. Now, they were so down about them burning down the city uh, with George Floyd came, which I, I, I'm not for us burning down our side of the town. No, don't destroy what we have on our side of town. Please don't do that. Mm -hmm. But they can go up to a whole capital, go inside, and put their, these people's life at risk, have Trump to sell out against his, his uh, vice president, and they're getting slapped on the wrist. Yeah. Now, had I took a Klan up there, you know, if I would have took me a Black Lives Matter Klan up there and we would have went into the capital. First of all, it would have All of y'all would be dead now. You wouldn't have... You wouldn't, we all would you, be dead right now. <laughs> they would have blowed y'all away and wiped y'all out. No, that that's nothing you even think about. For this, yeah. gentleman to say, for this gentleman to say uh, we should get past it, how can we get past it when we're, we're walking in every single day? What is he missing? <laughs> what is he not seeing? Well, I, I don't understand that. And it just it, hopefully he'll call me back next week and uh, we can discuss that further because I, I really you, can't sir. believe that I, mm. I sound like an intelligent person. Sound like I said. But uh, in this well, day and time, we say something like well, that. Well, thank you again for the conversation. And I'd just like to encourage everyone to please get out and vote. We need to get out and vote, you know, because um, mm -hmm. we are at a terrible risk. Mm -hmm. from, um, this from our local level all the way up to our house. We are in a serious um, danger right now. Very serious danger. I, I, I just pray that everyone takes a look and be convicted with your radio station. I really appreciate you guys having these hard, serious conversations. 
mm-hmm. that need to be had. And I just wish more people would join in. All right. Thank you. Well, thank All right, they clear the line, huh? 972-647-1893. Who do you have next for you? So we have mm-hmm. uh, Raymond on uh, line uh, four. Raymond? Yes. All righty. Raymond. Good morning, Raymond. Uh, good morning. Uh, I was calling because I was listening to um, a lady was saying about the Social Security and she, if they take, if take that away, that the, she's going to take a march up there. I, I wanted to, uh, a lot of times, people understand in Texas, in Texas, your leadership and everything starts in Texas. You don't have to go to Washington. Mm-hmm. You have to vote in your state of Texas to send your representatives up there to not vote against Social Security mm-hmm. and Medicare. You don't have to start. If you don't start it here in Texas, if you don't start in your local races, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, Councilwoman Arnold, Arnold and Foreman, those two people cannot do everything for council people if you don't get out and vote in a big circle mm-hmm. and put someone in to help them. Well, uh, you, not you, cutting you off, but look, we have two of the most conservative senators from Texas that that's in Washington. And it's almost, maybe that uh, caller was feeling like Asking them to not do anything like that is like it's just falling on deaf ears. Because the the two senators we have, they are ultra right wing conservatives. Yes, Pastor Burnett, we mm-hmm. sent them there. Yeah, we sent them there, well, Texas. When we when we didn't vote, That's I'm talking about us. Uh, when we didn't vote, we voted twice for them. And That's then right. sometimes we are some of the same people go, oh, they ain't, I'm not going to the poll. They ain't going to do nothing that way. Well, when you don't vote, you're really helping elect your enemy. Your enemy. Your mm-hmm. enemy. And and your representatives, your local representatives that you got in Austin, that, that is your Congress. That's your, that's Texas's Congress. And you gov- your governor of Texas, that is your president of your state. Lord, I must. Biden up there is only over all of them, and he will assist any representative who will work with him on a, a measure of things for the people. The people. But if you don't vote in Texas in a big, wide circle, how do you Republicans got up there, people that will vote against your interest, it's because if you stayed at home and didn't vote, that means you voted for them. And the and the people like me, I, I will go, look, I live, uh, I'm in Dallas, so I, I I got a grandson in school, but I vote for city councils and everything and local elections, and I'm voting for people, children and stuff, and boards and stuff, Mm-hmm. You see, you have to be involved. Don't sit at home yeah. or your little children come home and say, once they get 18, you say, register the vote. Go get you an ID. It, you may not ever drive a car, but go get you an ID and register the vote. That's right. And start, and start voting. Get that started at 18 years of age. 
And I hate to hear that uh, bus uh, when they let them people off and it might have been some other people on there. Those people, those children, their parents hadn't already said, uh, maybe they weren't 18 uh, yet or not, or maybe they weren't registered or not, but your parents have to get their children at 18 and say, well, I'm going to register you to vote and you're going to go get an ID. You got to get that started, but I know that, I know we, uh, a lot of that can be so far in, on deaf ears because with, uh, as a Democratic Party in Texas, I have never heard a group of our representatives of Texas get together and put up a plan that spoke to the people in the masses where they would understand, well, start here, start doing this, and, and vote in I, your local... I'm up against a short break, but to say this, the Democrats are supporting a lot of people that's not going to vote Democratic. They're proving it. They're not going to vote Democratic. But for some strange reason, Democrats really support and push those people. Uh, uh, 972-647-1893. Yeah, we'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. All right. We are back and ready for our last segment. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have, Pierre? Uh, Corey is on uh, line one, Corey. Corey, yeah. all right. Good morning, Corey. Morning, Rev, how's it going? Fine, how are you doing this morning? All right. Hey, real, real quick, the mm-hmm. best thing that black, that black people can do is pull away from both the Democratic and the Republican uh, Party and form their own party and put their own reps in these local elections and the state and national elections. And the reason I say that is this. Neither one of these parties vote in their best interest. When it comes to black issues, it usually falls on deaf ears. And in turn, they add other groups. They always add the term people of color and things like that. Other groups have rode the coattails of the struggle of black America that has built this nation. The simple part behind that is that anything that that, that comes out with any other group, they don't include us. You can even look at the leaked tape that Biden had when it came to uh, the black vote at the beginning of his presidency. Uh He was bringing up Hispanics, Asians, and other groups. And when they were talking about Stop Asian Hate, and, and you... This is recently. I mean, oh yeah, you you you're very recent. You you go to an Asian shop or anything, you get treated like a dog. I mean, the best thing we could do is put our own people in these positions, and and majority black districts. We don't have to worry about anybody else's districts. And when you do that, you actually have a seat at the table. You you don't have to rely on anybody else's vote. Or anything, because when you're in a position to pull away some of their deals because they need their vote, they're going to want to talk to you. Well, answer me this. Do you understand how districts are drawn? How they're gerrymandered? Yes, sir, I do. Do you think we have enough people that can go into some of these districts and redraw these lines and draw black districts out of there? that we can put people in office? Or do you think we still have to have allies 
that's in other other places. Now let me say that, this. There okay. are some decent white people. I'm not saying it's not. Well I'm not saying it's not. I, I think in some most cases we will need allies to work we with will, us. Let, we, me, let me say this. Kind of like the tea, the, tea, the tea Party has started as a grassroots effort and gained national traction. If black people start their own party as a local thing, and the more power you grab locally is the more power that you grab statewide and on a national level. All right. We have such a district such as the one uh, Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson have. Uh, right, that's that's yeah. one. But how many African Americans you think in the United States Congress? It's probably enough for about, like I said, about twenty-five seats. Now, twenty-five votes in Congress. What mm-hmm. could that win? What's it? The, what, what, what? What positions or anything? What can we win with twenty-five votes? Listen, the part that you can win with twenty-five votes. It's when it comes to these elected officials sitting on some of these uh, special subcommittees that are... Oh, they already do that. Now, they are... See, Congresswoman Johnson sat on one of the most... Probably the most powerful uh, committees in Washington. This is how she was able to get billions of dollars to uh, 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 fund our transit system here in Dallas. But she was representing the Democratic Party. It wasn't representing the Black Party or Black issue. No, but the Democratic Party is, they see, they were not going to take those rail lines south of downtown. Do you remember that fight? We, yeah, they, they, and we got the rail the lines. The, okay, the parties are the same. Due to the fact that if you look at this, oh, I agree with you. The Democrats is not nearly as gracious to us as they should be. Not nearly, no. But at the same time, if we went out there by ourselves, there, that's hardly not enough of us to win anything of anything that would be substantial to us as a people. If we stand on our own as a as with our own two feet, okay, yeah, you're gonna have to have allies. Allies give you more respect than actually being a part of a system that forgets you. Well, we seem to agree on this issue. I, I realize I would love to have our own party, but it's just not enough. And see you see, well let, let me explain something to you. We go and imitate people, which is detrimental to us. Don't you remember? Uh, let me ask you, how old are you? I'm 45. Well, you, you know, you're young, but you might should have, could have seen some. Don't you remember when we used to have real large families, black people? Yeah. Uh-huh. But what did we start doing? Well, we're going to join the nuclear age and have a nuclear family and... We'll have uh, a boy and a girl, and that's it. We start imitating other people. But there are other people coming to America right now and showing you 
how to take over. If they can't cross the river, that's all right. They're on this side of the river, and anything born on this side of the river is a citizen. They're showing us the key to progress, but we ignore things looking after people who could care less about us. I'm saying that. All right. That's what I'm saying. I think it because of the time I, I got to run in all my lines for you. Okay. Thank you. Here. Okay. All right. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Pierre? Uh, Dolores is on the line three. Doris? Yes. All righty. Bring on. Good morning, Doris. Doris? Is... Uh, Anybody on line three? She's on, yeah. I hear somebody breathing. I can hear. Or maybe she's listening her radio and that's her phone. All right. Listen listen to your telephone. Because I hear someone. <laughs> yeah, I hear someone. Hello, Doris. All right, we're running right. out of time. Let's go to another call. Okay. We have Imani on uh, line two. Imani? Yes. All righty. Bring him on. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Pastor. How are you feeling? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing a whole lot better than I was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we're getting there, Pastor. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I was out this early. First of all, the redistricting. I know the districts. I grew up one in Lancaster. Mm-hmm. In the southern part of the house. Mm-hmm. I did that to the, to the, the blessings of Al Liston and Marvin Crenshaw and Roy Williams. They showed me how to do it. The law, you got all the money, and the, and the, and the, the preachers run me out of town, though, but that's all right. But I'm glad to hear your voice, and I just want well, to call in, but I'm, I'm, I'm tired of that word day, and I've been and I've been voting all my life since I come back to Vietnam, Army, Navy. I've been voting for 50 years, and they, I really don't have nothing. I don't know where I vote to vote because I never get anything. But I want, I know, I want to say this real quick. Thank God for Kanye West. <laughs> Yes, Kanye West, they, they, they hurt. They don't know how to put that back in the bag. I just want to let you know. Well, uh, Imani, I'm so glad you brought it up. Because I would love to have discussed that this morning, but voting is, is this November 8th election is so important. I had to talk about this. But Kanye West, I will explain to y'all exactly what Kanye West is talking about. Most people, even so-called sophisticated, educated blacks and these stars and everything and they're calling them crazy. Uh, Let me explain to y'all next week. Exactly. And you know where I'm going to get every bit of my information from and can prove it? Out of the Bible. With Kanye West. Are, Are you following me so far? Yes, sir. And I'm with you. And, I'll be and, I, and I'm going to bring it right out of the Bible. Well, you've been to my church before. I'll, I used to come to your church all the time. And mm-hmm. you, if you open up, well, I'll be there in, in person. Yeah. I'll explain and show them in the Bible. The things that he are, he's pointing at, he doesn't know how to back it up. He doesn't know how to explain it. Because you don't ever need to go out on that limb publicly. Right. And not know the truly and I'm not just talking about ready but truly not really know the Bible then he can can stand out there by himself 
they'll cut that station off. You got to be they. I got that word they, they, they. I know who they are. And they'll cut it off if you, you, you say the wrong thing. So be careful on that one, though. But I want to let you know I'm here. I'm trying to figure out. I'm tired of the same old sellouts down there for 30, 40 years. These yeah. same old people. Yeah. We need, you know, we need to get rid of some of them. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether, which way to vote because I never get nothing out of it. They just keep both, 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 both. So it's good to talk to you. I ain't going to go too deep on this, but Power Now is 2,000 of us met mm-hmm. in North Carolina. We do have a group. I'll talk to you later on that. Okay. We'll talk about it next week. Lord said the same. All right, thank you. Uh, Clear the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have coming now? Uh, we have uh, Mayor Pro Tem Caroline Arnold in the line one. All righty. Mayor Pro Tem. Uh, Vice Mayor of Dallas. Good morning. Good morning. Just grateful that you're back in the saddle again. And just quickly, wanted to let everyone know that the District 4 City of Dallas will be sponsoring a neighborhood parade on Veterans Day to honor all of our veterans. Beginning at 9 o'clock, we'll leave from Cedar Crest Cathedral and we come all the way down Lancaster Road to uh, the land, the lot right across the Veterans Hospital. So we'll have school parades, veterans, we're going to feed the veterans, and we're going to feed uh, the community who's there to support our veterans. So from 8, from 9 o'clock until mm-hmm noon we should be down uh, on Lancaster Boulevard. All right, you say it's going to start on Lancaster? We're going to start, we're going to kick off from Cedar Crest Cathedral, Reverend Van Williams, and then we're going to come off of Illinois. That's where that church is. It comes up to uh, Lancaster. You know, you take a left. Uh-huh. Left Illinois left. to Lancaster. Yes. Uh-huh. So basically, people will be able to see us starting at Lancaster. Close, you know, by where Records Barbecue is. That's what. Right. That's what folks. Right. So we're gonna come straight down. You gonna start them at Records Barbecue? That's what. That, that's what. Well, you may. You may not get nobody else to go any further down the road. I don't. Do. No, <laughs> you better start a block for further south. Yeah, but they'll they'll be able to see us starting around. Records Barbecue. That's because when we come off of Illinois from Cedar Crest Cathedral Church, we're uh-huh. going to pass. That's our that's our route coming straight down uh, Lancaster. So we're straight Lancaster until we get to uh, the VA hospital, and we'll be on the land that we call Patriots Crossing. But everybody will see us. This is our fourth year doing it. We'll have a celebration of our veterans, a brief program. All veterans are encouraged to come out to get a free little mini lunch. It'll be catered, mm-hmm. and then we'll also have some of the food trucks available for our supporters of our veterans. And so we're going to have a flyover. We're going to have a salute to our veterans, and we thank everyone who's given of their of their service to this country. All right. Again, what date and what time? That's Friday. That's Veterans Day, which is Friday. Mm-hmm. So we look for everyone to join us on Lancaster Boulevard. I was the one Lancaster Road. I keep saying Boulevard. Join us on Lancaster Road. Once again, the parade will run from about 9 a.m. until noon. Uh, if we will be uh, in the parade, we will come to uh, Lancaster Crossing, which is right across the street from the VA. It's an empty lot where we set up every year, but we should be down at the lot probably around 10, about about 10 o'clock because we're going to have a flyover. All right. This is what we so, used to call yeah. Armistice Day, right? Right. 
So this yeah. the main thing is this. Oh, here's no armistice day. Right. But yeah. everybody needs to join us. Lancaster Road, look for us about 9 a.m. with, you want to with a school band. We're going to have the car club, the car bag club. We're going to have antique cars coming in. Yes. We have... Uh, a flyover by the Dallas Police Department. It's a great way to salute our veterans, and we're looking for the support from this community. Okay. All right, we'll see y'all on Friday. We'll see y'all. Thank you for everything. Uh -huh. Thank you very much. Got to get out of here. Got to run. Coming next is Workers Beat. Y'all stay tuned to all the great programming here on KNON. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye.